Joining us right now on the Knockout Sports Show Hotline is the head coach of the Hell in the High Bengals. It is Scott Evans as his team gets ready to take on the Great Falls Bison in Memorial Stadium this Friday for week one of Class AA football action. Coach Evans, it's great to chat with you once again, man. I hope you are doing well. Doing great, Anthony. It's always good to hear from you. Get, get out there and talk some ball. That's always a great time. I was about to say, Coach, I know we chatted a couple of weeks ago. Now we're finally here. Uh, we're only a couple of days away from, uh, you know, finally getting some games, you guys hitting somebody else instead of the own team. Uh, so let's start here. Camp. Obviously, you guys wrapped it up last week. Uh, what did you take away from your two weeks of camp? You know, I thought we got a, a good energy. You know, that first week, the kids were excited. I mean, I think at, whether it was in COVID or out of COVID, right now the excitement in the air for the kids just to get out there and just run around and, you know, and not necessarily be without restrictions, but just kind of get out there to be kids again and just, and even myself at 51 being a kid again is, is, is an awesome experience. I mean, I thought we had a great camp and the energy level, I didn't have to ask for very much from our kids. They hustled and they did the things that they needed to do. And I think that is a, a credit to the culture we created, but also a credit to the kids that we have in there as seniors we just leave, so I, I'm excited for them. I, I mean, I, just, I thought the first week. Of course, now we have the lull before the storm, as they call it. You know, you walk in on a Monday and it's game week, and you just got off a scrimmage, and now the kids are like going, "Okay, now can it be Friday any sooner?" So that's kind of where we're at right now. It's like we got to get to Friday, so we get on a bus and get down to Great Falls so we can actually do some stuff. <laughs> well, Coach, uh, looking at uh, camp, who is somebody? Uh, in that energy that you're talking about, who is somebody that really kind of either shows you something you weren't expecting or impressed you uh, in camp? You know, we have three real guys who kind of stuck out for me. I, I mean, they kind of stuck out for our coaches too as well. So, I mean, I, it's not just one. I, we've got three guys in our team who are younger players. You know, our, our marquee guys, everyone knows, you know, the Marks of the world, the Cades, the Forrest, and the Joshes, and McGurns. Those guys always stand out. But there's some young guys that we've had that, have stepped up and may not be starters for us, but are guys who just play well. Charles Fox will be a starting center for us, and I thought he's had a great camp. And him and Shannon O'Brien beside each other. Those are young guys, Dylan Christman. Those three linemen right there are, are I call them, the, you know, they're, they're my one player, I guess, together on the old line to measure with Forrest and Josh. They just had a great camp and are getting better every day and starting to move some earth a little bit. So I'm excited about them. Then on the other side, you know, we have two young players, one sophomore, uh, junior safety i thought rj Goulon at safety you know he came in with you know last year he he wanted to go a little bit higher than he was at that moment and now he's actually working himself into varsity playing time and being a guy we can count on special teams and then keller woodland i think he's a name guys got to kind of keep on your radar as a d lineman that as a sophomore that i I think you know he's going to be a special player by the time he gets done here and be one of those guys that you're going to hear his name quite a bit because he's just he's just got a high motor, and he just plays the game the right way. So those, those are some of them. I mean, we've, we've had a lot of guys who who are in this room right now that I – I mean, I'll go to battle with any time because they're just good dudes who can do the – who can play the game the right way. Coach, your team has a lot of expectations. Uh, you guys are, you know, as I mentioned earlier, ranked number three in the coaches' poll. Um, so with this team and with these guys, you talk about that energy. Is there also that focus considering the fact of what you guys want to accomplish? I know what the players want to accomplish as well. Yeah, I think you got to walk in with a thought process. Number one is, is if you want to expect greatness, you better work for greatness, and this crew does that. I mean, I, I mean, they they know what the work is, and they know what the workload has to be to get to that point. I, I mean, you can't stress enough when you make the playoffs and you you play at a high caliber and you're one of the winningest programs in the state of Montana. 
well, now there's another expectation that comes on top of it. And, I mean, we don't we don't make any fans bust about it. We want to play on November 20th of this year, and we want to win that football game and go out, and, you know, and we we want to kick off the the brawl of the wild by having a state title in Helen High and walking down and you knowing that we're the best team in the state of Montana. So that expectation is there, and I, I we live with that, and, and I I kind of cherish that moment for our kids because I think our kids believe in that too as well. Coach Scott Evans joining us right now on the Knockdown Sports Show podcast. Coach, let's talk about your matchup against Great Falls. First off, um, you've had some time to think about it. We know what the schedule's been, but what what do you think about this matchup now that we're literally 48 hours from it? I'll tell you what. I got, you know, I, I, there, there's no schedule maker out there in the Great Northwest that's making this up, but I, I couldn't ask for a better football game the first game of the year. I mean, I I think, you know, you got to – a, a team that, with Coach Nelson, has built himself up over the years is finally now in, the, in what I would say his vision of what he wants from his squad and what he's built before other places. I mean, they're they're, they're tremendous. I just I, I think from a non-conference standpoint, you know, the, you you look at the FBS and you get that matchup at the beginning of the year where the big teams are playing each other. This is kind of like us. So, you know, we're playing a non-conference game, but we're playing one of the best teams on the other side of the state that I feel has some of the best potential athletes out there. I just, I mean, if you're a fan, you can't, you've got to love being at this football game. I mean, there's too much high caliber players, and I think there's two high caliber programs. And, you know, even to top it off, you know, I'm an old bison and graduated from there, so that even adds a little bit more because they get to go back to where I grew up. And, I mean, there's just, there's a lot of things to it. And, and we call it the Schulte Bowl because, you know, my defense coordinator is Schulte and the offense coordinator, Great Falls Size, is Schulte. So there's a lot of things that this game just has to it that, I love, and it's just one of those high school atmospheres that you, you just can't. You you can make you can try to write it up the best way you can, but this one's written its own little narrative. I was about to say there's so many storylines to this game, uh, and you just added one with the Schulte Bowl. I mean, you could look at the quarterbacks here, you could look at the linebackers, uh, Marcus along with Ryan Crea as well. Um, there's just as you mentioned, so many great battles. Uh, let's talk about one player, and let me get your thoughts on what you have seen on film. What did you take away from what you've watched on Reed Harris? What do you think about him? You know, I got the chance and opportunity to see him last year, you know, on, on film, scattered film as he was a sophomore, you know, and you can see the potential that's there. I mean, it, it, he stands out on film. He's definitely a guy that you can – he stands out. You know, there's some guys on film that you don't see very often, and he's one who stands out. I guess my first real – you know, I saw a schedule right away last year, and I was like, okay, I'm marking this in the books, and i got to watch him in track and field. And I mean, that's, just to see him on a track and jumping and running and do the things he does, I mean, he's a hell of a competitor. That's a, I mean, it, we start looking at kids in the state who just compete at things. He he competes every day to try to win at everything he does. And, and then especially, he did in basketball, and I can see him very much in that, but I just think he competes well. And then you see him on film for football, and, you know, there's intangibles that he brings to the field that, there's not many guys in the state of Montana that have. I mean, he's he can he's he's the true dual threat quarterback who's got the arm, he's got the leg talent, and and he's you know he he, he plays the game with a little chip on his shoulder. He's not afraid to go bring the wood to somebody when it's time. So I I mean I just, he's a special football player, you know, and I, I I I'm glad we get to play him. And at the same point in time, I'm I'm glad we get to hit him too. <laughs> well, we're talking about one of your guys, a couple of your guys that are going to be trying to chase him down and uh, getting him in the backfield. So let me get your thoughts on uh, his other weapon, which is Ryan Cray, a guy that does a lot of things for Great Falls, both offensively and defensively. What have you seen from him? What jumps out at you when you watch his film? You know, I just, 
I mean, known as dad and stuff like that throughout history and stuff and Montana football, you know. He's 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 an old school type football player, you know. He's he's that two way guy who plays linebacker and running back, and he just does the he does the dirt work. I'd say, you know, he's he's not he's not the architect. He's the dirt worker. He's out there digging a hole and he's doing all the stuff that you need to do for a football team to do the nasty stuff that needs to be done on a squad. I just I think he's got that kind of you know. I hate to say that he's a throwback player, but in the modern age, you know, you, you got some guys who are glitz and glamour. And I just think he's just a good, tough football player who does, you know, he plays well. I mean, he just, I mean, he's done that since he was a little kid. And he just kind of grinds himself out there and he may not have the, all the, the tools necessary that look like he's going to stand out as a recruit or anything like that. But I think that would be the same with the Marcus and things like that. They're just blue collar guys who come to work at HGA and, as they call him, the lunch pail kids, and he's a he's a lunch pail kid. I just, I mean, he's a kid you want on your football team, you know, and and he'll stick out because he just works hard. Right now, we are with the head coach of the Helena High Bengals, Scott Evans, as his team gets ready to take on the Great Falls Bison here later this week in Week One action of Class AA football as the season begins this week. Uh, coach, let's talk about the fact that obviously you mentioned this is your first game. You talk about the energy that you guys have had. But at the same time, there's a lot of emotion in the week one, and this is a, a big battle. As you mentioned earlier, it's that you know big time college football game. I kind of thought about it as a well, this is if this was uh, if you could have a Sunday night football or Monday night football matchup, this game would fit that billing. So, how do you handle the emotion with this game, especially maybe that half hour before kickoff and and into that first quarter? You know, one of the things that we do is that, you know, you start right away at the beginning of the week. You prepare for the ebbs and flows that are in there, and you have to put situational practices. Of course, you can't ever get the real atmosphere. Specifically, one of the things that comes in and we talk about this game is fans now. You know, mm-hmm. we were limited. Now, all of a sudden, you know, there's going to be fans and fans, and the fans want to be there. I mean, i, I got to see that firsthand this summer with the Shrine game and how many fans there were at that game and getting to see people actually coming to football games. So that energy is going to be different for the kids, and I've talked about that, and I'll talk again today about that as well. We have to do a good job of knowing to control the uncontrollables. We can't control the uncontrollables. We have to control what we can control. And that's and that's what you said to kids. You know, there's ebbs and flows. And some of our guys, you know, you, you think that they understand it because they've played in enough games that they don't have to worry about it. But you still have to get them with their expectations and, not overblow the situation. So we do a lot of things like that. You know, a half hour before the game, I'll just tell you right now, it's, it, it, I, I call that the, the kids' money time. They, they have their own thing, their own way of doing their stuff. And, you know, I, I can't tell you what I'm going to say actually at this moment in time because I have to kind of read the room and see where our team's at. Sometimes I might be the biggest goof-off in the room by the time we get to game time. And sometimes I might be the fire and brimstone Vince Lombardi. It kind of just depends on where your team's at. And what mm-hmm. you look for you from your leaders. So, I mean, I, the, the game itself takes care of it. You know, I, as, as my son said the other day, he goes, I gotta be on kickoff, dad, cause I, I need to get run straight down the field 100 miles an hour and go hit something at a high rate. So, I mean, that's kind of how some guys do it. So you, you have to put your players in a position where number one, they're successful. Coach, let's talk about your defensive end and, and your defensive line that's going to be trying to chase down uh, Reed Harris and trying to corral him and keep him in the pocket. Um, Forrest Herrero, I think he's one of the best pass rushers this year. What's going to be the key for these guys to really try and, and get after Reed Harris? You know, it's, it's taking proper angles. And a quarterback like Harris, you know, you, 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 the worst thing is you can't replicate his speed. I mean, uh, we're trying to do the best we can, you know, and, 
you don't know it until game time. So we got to teach the kids how to take a proper angle and what's a good loss versus what's a good game. You know, that, and that's an old cliche for football coaches on defense side of the ball. But, you know, a one-yard gain isn't uh, – you didn't lose that battle. You won that battle. So sometimes game for that 15-yard sack might not be as good as taking an angle that slows him down and gets him at a one-yard gain. So our defensive ends and force got to be in a situation where number one is he understands his caliber of play, and he's a high-caliber player. But he also has to understand on the other side of that ball, that guy could take the corner pretty easy, and you better take a better angle. So, I mean, one of the things we worked on this week is making sure our angles are correct and we're doing the right things defensively to be in a position to make plays on a guy who can outrun us on the corner. So, you know, with, with Forrest, we're not going to take away his game one bit because, once again, they got to block his ass. And I, I, I open anybody up to that challenge because he's tougher than hell. I mean, he's, he's got great hands and he doesn't see well. So, I mean, I love the fact that I got that guy on my team. I got 54 sitting on that edge right there. And I know he can chase down stuff. But, you know, there's going to be some other guys who are going to help push that pressure. So we just got to do a good job of, and I think our defense coordinator's done a good job of designing things where number one is we push the pocket and what guys are going to be the cleanup hitters. So we got to do a good job of that. And force got to go on those guys too. Coach, my final question for you is this. In this type of game, what's going to be the, key, the the biggest factor, the biggest key in a game like this? You know, after all these years of doing it, one of the key factors I always think is special teams. we got to do a good job on special teams and control the mistakes such as, you know, it's not even a turnover battle. It's more of a penalty battle. You know, the cadence and things like that, those those stupid five-yard penalties you get. And I, and I, I call them stupid because they are, right? They're process penalties that we have to do as coaches where we get kids in a position where, number one, they don't make those mistakes, where you're jumping off sides and you're doing things like that. Those are penalties that we can control. I mean, that's a controllable penalty. we got to do things like that to take care of that. You know, you're aggressive penalties. It's the first game. Man, sometimes the fireworks are happening. It's just it's just going. You know, I, I, I mean, I, I hate to say that we say there's a good pass interference and there's a good hit sometimes, but there is. And there's penalties like that. And you take those one, chalk them up, you go back to the drawing board. But we got to control those offsides, those motion penalties, the delay of games. That's the stuff that loses the first game for you, those mental mistakes that you make as a team. So hopefully we're in a position where, number one, is we put their expectations out there for our kids and went over that and got rid of some of those things. He is the head coach of the Helena High Bengals, Scott Evans, joining us here on the Knockdown Sports Show Hotline. Coach, always great to chat with you. Really appreciate the time giving us a preview of your week one game against the Great Falls Bison. I wish you and the team safe travels up to Great Falls and look forward to chatting with you again soon. Appreciate it, Anthony. Keep up your good work and go Bengals, and we'll talk to you next week.